Yassis, and welcome to the Greece Travel Secrets podcast. Your host is the founder of the Greece Travel Secrets website, Sandy Pappas, and she's joined by a variety of guests covering all sorts of topics about visiting Greece and making the most of your Greek odyssey. Okay, so we've got a special guest with us today, all the way from Poros, the island of Poros, in the Saronic Islands in Greece, and a big welcome to Pamela Rogers. Good morning. How are you, Sandy, down under? I am very well. So I should be saying Kalimera to you because what time is it there now? 9, 9.30 a.m.? 9.23, exactly. I'm looking at it. And it's a lovely day here. Unlike the last few days, yesterday was nice, but before that we had some wild winds and rough seas and, yeah. Yeah, so I've been seeing the footage, and I guess a lot of people have been around the world of Athens in the last few days. Incredible snowfall that they've had there and some of the islands. I've seen some great footage from Zakynthos, Amorgos, I think, had some very heavy snowfall. Have you had any in the Saronic Islands? Not this year. No, we didn't. We only had winds that were blowing all of the leaves down, the remaining leaves of the uh, fall. And uh, no, it, we had no snow on Poros. Uh, Poros has a mountain range they call this, they refer to as the Sleeping Lady, which we all love. Oh. And uh, I think of her as Mother Earth in a way. She had snow on her kneecaps. Wow. Just on her knees. Okay. I think most any uh, Poros site will have, and I've painted her many times, the sleeping lady. And um, I really think she may have been the uh, image in for the first Aphrodite. Oh, wow. In ancient times. Yeah, that's my that's my take. I'm, I'm like, like, like the ancient, ancient Greeks before recorded history. They looked up, they saw something that looked like a woman lying back, and they said, ah, it's Aphrodite. <laughs> anyway, there's more to that, mythology. Uh, well, that's a whole other topic, and yes. I, and I uh, fully intend to cover that one as well. It's dear to my heart. Oh, well, it's winter in um, Greece, but um, generally I know they're not too severe so hopefully that was it for the wild weather for you fingers crossed yeah fingers crossed yeah so pamela tell us a little bit about yourself like um i can hear that southern accent tell us about perhaps where you're from and and, and where you are now and how you got there yes all right um i was born in north carolina usa uh and moved around the age of 40 to Poros, Greece, straight from North Carolina. And uh, for my English friends who say, well, you've never lost your Southern accent. I plan to keep it. But when I speak Greek, Elenika, then echo. <laughs> I don't have the Southern accent when I speak Greek. So anyway, so uh, you learn a new language. You don't speak, you speak with the island accent, yeah. I suppose. But uh, I was uh, born and raised in North Carolina, had traveled a bit uh, with my first husband uh, in, in the States and skiing in Switzerland, that sort of thing. Uh, but I had never been to Greece until I came with my art group, my mentor, 
a group of 12 women and we came to Greece. I wanted to go to France, not Greece. <laughs> But because they were coming, I said, well, I'll join you. I, I don't know what I'll paint in Greece. Ha ha. <laughs> but I learned. And here we are. And uh, you are a quite celebrated artist. I've followed your work for some time. Is that what you've always done for a living or? I've done, I've never done it. I mean, I've, I have sold my paintings for many years because uh, it's the thing I love to do the most. It's I've done other things to support my art when time when that was uh, when I was going through periods that weren't saleable. I still did it. I've worked in travel, the travel business as well for a wonderful company as a director, travel director. I've done I, I do designs, clothes designs. I wrote a book. Oh, okay. um, about yeah, I I, I didn't really intend to write a book, but um, there were some of my friends urged me to because my story was a bit unusual uh, about coming to Greece and staying here. I've been here thirty-two years. Wow, thirty-two wow. years this March. Yeah, and what made you choose Poros, or or have you always been on Poros, or or is that just where you've ended up? I've, I traveled to Greece for the first uh, seven years after our first uh, art group. Uh, we went to Skiathos then. I went uh -huh. back to Skiathos in the winter to see what it was like. It was not the place I wanted to live in the winter. Uh, in the north, it's much colder there. Skiathos has snow now, I've read. Yeah, and every year I would come back for a couple of weeks, sometimes a month, to paint and bring a group, come with a group of artist friends. And uh, we went to Santorini, of course, we went to, we stayed there, we stayed Paros, which I also liked. Then we came to Poros and so many wonderful things happened here. I was, um, I divorced my husband or I was, we were separated. And so when I moved here, I was really going with my heart this time, you know, no, no facts, no nothing. I just was going with how I felt. And even when I went to Hydra, things happened and I thought, this is not the place for me. So I was really just going on instinct, yeah. which could have turned out bad, but happened to turn out really good <laughs> because I love it here. It's a wonderful island. I've been to, I had been to about um, 18 different islands before I came to Poros. And when I came to Poros, it wasn't a Greek man, it was the island and my need to paint and the beauty I saw and the diversity in what I saw on this one island that made me stay. So I didn't, pl I planned to maybe have sabbatical for a few years. Well, I've been back to the States. Uh, my husband was Scottish, we went to England, we have a little place there. But I, I have been, I was single here for 19 years married for seven now i'm single again my husband died last year and he loved Boris too yeah. and uh, so it's it's just the place for me yeah you know? uh you're very lucky in that place because i think a lot of people are still searching wherever they yeah, might be i know i know i was i think i was very very lucky and i say that it's not always easy to move from your country to another um, and I, it's, I've had my times of standing in line and not knowing what was going on and getting permission to do this and that. Uh, wow. But generally, 
I find that the, the Greek people are so accepting. If you love their country, they'll help you. Yeah, they're very proud. That has been my experience so far. I have been, I have actually been to Poros, but I'm ashamed to say I didn't stay very long. I was just on the way to Hydra, which of course is how it happened for many people. But I did take a lot of photos and it certainly looked quite beautiful and very interesting. So we have every intention to get back there. And in fact, our trip last year that was cancelled, we should have had a, a whole week on um, a yesterday uh -huh. and also on uh, Hydra. So we were going to really explore the Saronic Islands. Anyway, another day. So let's talk a little bit more about Poros and the Saronic Islands. For people listening in, um, it is the group of islands that is the closest to Athens and it's on the Saronic Gulf, which is what, um, southwest of Athens. Um, and it runs, the, the islands run down along the, the first and second finger of the Peloponnese. Not quite to the fingers. We're still in, and we're near the palm. Oh, right, right. Yeah, okay. More, yeah, the fingers are down Manimbasia and, and that area and quite lovely. Actually, but you bring up the Peloponnese because we are the closest island to the Peloponnese. It's only about 300 metres. I mean, swimmers could swim across. I know. And the, and, the, and the boats go through that channel every day, don't they? And that's what I found fascinating, that there's Poros on the left and there's the mainland yeah. on the right. And as you yeah. say, people swim, swim yeah. across there. Yeah. So it's only just an island, although... There's quite a few of them in Greece, isn't there? Like Mom and Vassia, the whole Peloponnese itself. They're yeah. all just clinging to the mainland. The the one one thing I love about Boris is you can get you can we can go to Nafplion, which I also love. I think if I had to live in a city in Greece, it might be Nafplion. Oh. It's really beautiful. It's seaside. Uh, Athens has its good points too. I mean, we can get to Athens in an hour. You can also drive around. It's it's really. It's so convenient. Lots of stories. That's why I had to write the book Greekscapes because <laughs> because there's so much to tell uh, about this little island. Is it is the still for Sorry? sale? Is it on Amazon or? Oh yes, it is on Amazon. Greekscapes, and it's an illustrated with 100 paintings done along oh, wow. the way. So I think it appeals it appeals to artists or people who are going into art. But the main theme is I loved it. You know, it could have been music I was going for. It could have been other things. But I really loved it. And so I persevered and let it lead me. And art actually led me to, to Greece, to Poros, because I was headed to Hydra too. But I got caught in a storm on Poros. It was October of 89. And the boat stopped going. So I was stuck on Porus because I came here to paint for a while. And then I was going to Hydra on the next ferry, you see. So I was I was a captive of Porus for three days. Nobody told me that I could have rented a car and gone on somewhere else on the Peloponnese. So I just, because I didn't ask, I just thought, well, I'll go on the next boat. Well, three days later, I was in love with this island. I went to Hydra, but it was a tragic day in Hydra. I won't go into it now. It's in the book. And so I came back to Poros and thought, well, let me stay here. I met the right people. It, it was like a charmed existence when I came to Poros. Everything. I found the villa I wanted. 
it was a path of least resistance, to tell you the truth. So I think there was something looking at. Well, that's a great story. And I think it's a great example of serendipity and how things just have a way of working themselves out. You yeah. make a great point about um, the the proximity to the Peloponnese. And yes, NAFPIO, I could definitely move to NAFPIO as well. I, I just published uh, uh, an extensive guide oh, to good. that amazing town. I, we just loved it. But I think you're right. Poros is such a great island to choose if you needed um, you know, perhaps you've been to Santorini and you want to branch yeah. out a bit more. You mentioned Paros before. Uh -huh. That's my husband's favourite island, and I think that's where he would like to end up. Right. Um, but I think Poros, yeah, a few people have heard of it, and yet you could go and explore how many islands are in the Saronic Islands, maybe. Oh, yeah. Is there well, a dozen? Oh, oh. Uh, Spetses, you could go from here and go straight to the Peloponnese, go to Monombasia. I mean, if you drive or if you wanted to take a car or other transportation, it's uh, it's very centrally located. And we, we go to Agina, I have friends there. Uh, Hydra is, is one half hour by the dolphin. Spetses, again, uh, an hour away. Uh, Armione is a drive for the market. They're, they're just, I've never, I mean, okay, a painter usually isn't bored anyway. There's always something to paint here. But also, there's always something to do. It's it's other than the, the lockdown now, which is uh, not so bad having to stay on for us. <laughs> I'm used to that. How would you round, Pamela? I know that there are the big berries that come, of course, but I know on Hydra they have the little water taxis that go over to the mainland. Do they have yes. them on Pora? Oh yes, that's the beauty of it. It's it's like an it's like the old world. Yeah, you know the first uh, little the first uh, water taxi uh, was rowed across in the 30s to Poros from Galatas, and so now there there are water taxis that are 24 hours to go over. To Galatas, it takes five minutes. It costs one euro, <laughs> and then to come back. There's there are supermarkets. There are markets over there. It's a smaller. Poros has four thousand people, and I, I'm pretty sure Galatas has around two thousand. But then in the mountainous area behind that, I love Poros because it has so many different views, but it's also very um, close to other areas. You mentioned um, Galatas obviously being that mainland town, yeah. but it's not that much further to go to places like Epidavros, for example. Oh, sure. That's an incredible place to visit that I think everybody needs to see. Yeah. And old Epidavros that is on the waterfront and has another theatre. ended up at the old Epidavros by mistake because, of course, Signs everywhere saying Epidavros this way, that way, but they don't specify which one it is. And of course, we turn around and we're like, this is a bit disappointing. It's not quite what I imagined, but some lovely people said it was the wrong one. So we'll get back again. You know, Mycenae's within an hour and a half. Incredible place to visit. And, uh -huh. um, uh, you know, you don't have to convince me about that yes. whole region. It's just amazing and it baffles me that there aren't more sure. there. Um, but they're obviously going to Santorini and Mykonos. So, yeah, yeah. 
Well, I, you know, I've been to Mykonos too. I've done um, art groups. I've arranged them. And of course, everybody wants to go to Mykonos and Santorini. They're lovely islands for a visit. But I, I couldn't live on either one. You know, it's not it's not what I was looking for. And that's the beauty of Greece. There's an island for everyone, I think. Really. I tell everybody they have to see Santorini at least once. There's nothing like it anywhere in the world. And uh, it may be expensive and it yeah. typically used to be very crowded, but there's nothing like that Caldera sunset. I mean, it's gobsmacking. So it definitely is worth it. But I think after that, it really is time to start exploring some of these other wonderful places like you have discovered. Um, what are some of the things to do on Poros, Pamela? What what do people typically do or what, are, what do you think are some of the the, the gems or the hidden gems on that on that island. Okay, well, it's it's um, you know we are a, a small island which is called the town yeah. Poros, which was anyway I won't even go into the ancient names, but it was a very important place in the mythology. And then there's a small bridge linking the larger island, which was Calabria, the island of the gentle winds, and that's where Poseidon's temple is. It was stolen. To if you go to Hydra, you can see it because it was let's say recycled uh -huh. into the church, the the cathedral there. That's Par Poros marble. Sorry, not Poros marble. It is marble. It is part of the marble used to build the Temple of Poseidon that was on Poros, which was built around the same time as the Parthenon. Anyway, big story about that. It's a, a, a walk. You can walk there. It's a beautiful walk through forest. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, you can walk all the way around that island. Very nice road. It takes walking and not speed walking about three hours to walk it. And you see tortoises along the way, you know, trying to cross the road so you can help them back to the side. Uh, we don't really have wild animals, uh, but you'll see the goats clamoring about. It's really very, um, very peaceful. And anyway, there's one taverna, one taverna over there called Paradise because they use only their um, food and it's very charming. And it's old world. It's really old world Greece on that side. Uh, you'll, you'll see it's not, it's not spiffed up. It's not Mykonos beauty. It's, uh, it's just the real heart that People first, I think, saw in Greece. Yeah. It's a fairly green island too, isn't it? From what I've oh, very from green. what I saw, yeah. it's fairly green. Um, Hebra, Hebra is not terribly green, but uh, as you mentioned, forest, and certainly people are used to seeing those images of the white sugar cube architecture. I mean, that's really the Cyclades Islands. Yes, um, exactly. But Poros has a lot of trees, a lot of greenery. It's quite verdant, so it's very pretty. What about the beaches? Are there are there a number of good beaches? I know Hydra does not have many. <laughs> yeah, Poros has quite a few beaches. Um, on the other side, down from the Temple of Poseidon, uh, Bionia is is wonderful, um, but. There are stones there, you know, on the beach, like in Santorini, you have stones. Uh, the monastery is a monastery beach is wonderful and not so not so long, but really beautiful and 
very clean water from the sea there. Actually, our beaches are very clean. They're really clean now because no, there's no one there. Very little. Boat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Anna Skelly is the, the largest distant beach. And then on the other side, so you've got on Poros Major, no, no beaches there, except there's one called Canali, and that's in between uh, Poros proper and Calabria, the, the, the secondary part of Poros. They're both called Poros now. I know it's a little confusing. I know, Greece. Greece. Let's see to do that. What about Love Bay? Love Love Bay? Love Bay is wonderful. Yeah, Love Love Bay is a beautiful bay, and it is uh, for lovers. You know, you see a lot of people there cozying up to each other. Yeah, romantic, but there's not. You know, there's not a. I don't think we have any banana beaches here because there's banana beach in uh, Scalthos that when I was first there. I had a little shock. I didn't expect a nude beach, oh. but um, here we don't, we don't have that, but we have a lot of little coves yep. uh, that you can yep. choose from. If you have a small boat, which you can rent, or you get a water taxi to take you around the island. Uh, my friends and I last spring uh, hired a water taxi just to take us all around Poros, which they used to do by boat, but uh, you can, you can, there are water taxis that do that, have nice great music playing. You can swim from the boat, you know, anchor out. Uh, there are people who do that for you if you want. You can arrange it, make arrangements. Oh, I tell you, it's, it's just, it's heaven. It's so wonderful. It really is. I hope you have to call me now. Let me know when you're coming back, you and your husband. Oh, because well, and, and don't you worry, I think the Saronic Islands are quite high um, on my priority list. We were trying to get over to the Dopanese as well, and we had a place booked on Simi. We were going to stay up at Nafpakdos for a while. So anyway, who knows? Um, I just have to look through you and through people like you, Pamela, for now, and I have to be happy with that. Well... I'm, I'm, I'm always enthusiastic about this area and we have, you know, we have good leadership here. We've had wonderful leadership with our mayor being very proactive uh, with the virus. He's, he's young, he's reelected uh, two years ago and he's really helped also with the, the um, what do they call it, the walking paths of Greece. It's such a wonderful walking and cycling place on Poros. They have events, uh, bicycling races uh, that a lot of other people come from Athens, gather in Athens. Yeah. Poros is, is so much easier and cleaner and you don't have a lot of traffic. Uh, you don't really have to have a car here. There's really not that many roads. There's not that many roads on the island anyway, are there? Uh, no, and most yeah, the road I live on is so quiet because there there's no traffic here except by foot. Oh, you're a very, you're a very lucky lady, and I mean, I know I know luck makes itself a lot of the time, and I'm sure that you worked hard to get the life that you have, and I know it hasn't always been you know plain sailing, but we we are certainly envious of you right now. I'm I've run out of time, and I don't want to use up any more of your day um your day is just beginning it's thursday now in greece isn't it so i'm going to get uh, to go and cook the family some dinner <laughs> since the opposite end of the day uh, and i'll have 
I'll have breakfast. Uh, thank you very much again for joining us. And once again, we'll find your book on Amazon, Greek, what, what was it called? Greek Greekscapes, like landscape, but Greekscape. And it's the illustrated version, journeys with an artist. Okay, great. I'm, I'm going to buy it. I'm really looking forward to it. I'll send it to you. Well, wait until March because you can get it for one ninety nine. Right. Well, that's not far. And what about your artwork? Do you have a gallery on the island, or or is it? Do you have a website for your art? Yes, I have my website, and it's actually that was done in twenty twenty because it needed to be redone, and it's just PamelaJaneRogers.com, and uh, that has and that has a link to the book. That has all the links. It has a look link to clothes and everything I do. That's the one thing about living on an island. You learn to do you 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 do a lot of things. Okay. I'll put links things in the intro. And yes, you you tend to be very resourceful, I'm sure. And uh, and your I know I've seen a lot of your artwork, and you have those beautiful landscapes of the islands. I'm sure you've got no shortage of inspiration every time you look out the window. I have shared your um, probably your page, I think, a few times in my group. So keep an eye out for that, and hopefully you'll um, get some some new visitors to come along and have a look. Otherwise, uh, stay safe and thank you again. I'll let you know when this is published. Thank you very much, Sandy, and I'll look forward to seeing your new uh, posts too. Thanks, Pamela. Cheers. Yes.